All right, we're recording. I'm trying my best in and out every day. Best I can do now is say your way. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mike and Scott Sales Podcast. Today we have Mike and hey. Scott. Scott on the podcast today. Today's podcast, we're going to be talking about why sales. In parentheses, money, fame, and fortune. It's about all three. Welcome to the sales podcast. Good to be here. So Scott, I had a question for you. Which one of those three things that you mentioned, money, fame, or fortune, prompted you to go into sales? So it was for the money. <laughs> to, from, the, from the very get-go, it was, it was all about the money. I really? wanted to, yeah, I wanted to have the... I wanted to have I wanted to have the money to be able to do things that I wanted to do. So I wanted I love travel. I wanted to have money to be able to travel. So when I first started with sales, I joined a door-to-door pest control company and it was fun because I actually made a lot of money, which allowed me to then travel, snowboard, snow ski, and it was a lot of fun. So, got in it for the money. And I'm leaving with fame and fortune. <laughs> uh, the money comes later, right? I guess I guess so. And hopefully the fame and fortune does as well. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because we talked earlier, there are a lot of colleges and universities that are starting to pick up a sales program because I, I'm not aware of, and a lot of people that go into sales right out of college thinking, this is it, this is my career, and this is what I want to do. Most of, it gets, most of us get thrown into it by accident. We, yeah. And so I actually, I took one of the first sales classes and, and you and I spoke about this briefly as well, because you'd mentioned whether it was the art or the science. And I immediately said, art, it's the art of the sale, how to craft the sale. And in reality, that's probably not true. It is probably the science, the science of how to do it rather than the art, which artistry usually takes time and experience and some pretty good detail. And we're going to spend a lot of, yeah, we're going to spend a lot of time going through that, the whole process, how we describe both the science and the art through the series of podcasts. It's going to be fun and I look forward to it. It was that, that first sales class that I took, it was, there were a lot of people in the class and I don't think all of them went into sales. It was a lot of background to understand how to do sales and everybody walked away with a great understanding of how sales works, the process, and then implementing it is a completely different beast entirely. And so I look forward to this podcast to be able to talk about the artistry of sales. That's great. And I think there's going to be an opportunity to discuss a lot of the, the how-tos, some of the nuts and bolts of what makes a good sales representative along the way. But I think you're right. I think the the art, well, it's like they always say, the devil's in the details. And we'll talk a little bit about that as well. So, Mike, why did you get into sales? Is money, fame, or fortune? Uh, desperation would be a good way to talk about it. <laughs> that wasn't one of the options, but that's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take it. Yeah. Uh, it was probably a little of money and a little bit of fortune. I, I could see that a lot of the people that I knew who were in sales and were successful at it did pretty well. It didn't exactly fit into the plans. I always wanted to be an architect when I was growing up. And so I thought that would be the nice way to 
kind of uh, live a quiet life, design something and be paid for it. That didn't work out so well because I couldn't do math. So I ended up going into sales almost by accident. So when you were looked at sales, what was the, what was the, the, what did you want to sell? What was the sales that you were looking into? Because there are multiple areas and arenas for sales. Yeah. I, the way I started and this is kind of getting off the beaten path, but I was actually playing uh, tennis with a good friend of mine that we'll probably have on the, this podcast at some point. And we were playing tennis and he asked me what I was doing. And when I told him what I was currently involved with, he said, well, is that what you want to do? And I said, not really. I kind of like what he did. And I knew he was involved in sports and with athletes and sports medicine. And so I talked to him and one thing led to another. And two months later, I moved my whole family 1,600 miles to a place I'd never been before. Where, where was that? I moved to Michigan. I'd never been in Michigan. Well, I'd been there a couple of times, but I remember standing on the banks of the Grand River and chunks of ice as big as cars floating down the river and people were walking back and forth and they're all freezing. So, so you moved, you up and moved your family to Michigan at that time? Had never sold anything, never even thought about selling anything. And so we moved there and took a 1099 position, which means you only get to eat it if you kill it. And uh, my wife, fortunately, didn't bail out on me, but uh, we had a pretty good run. So maybe we should change it instead of money, fame, and fortune, just to straight up intrigue. <laughs> you don't think desperation deserves a, a I mean, a desperation might, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. It's, yeah, to pick up everything and just career shift into sales, I feel would be extremely difficult. And even in today's today's world, to pick up and move directly into sales from some other field, that would be that would be very nerve wracking. Well, I think it, it does a couple things. It it gives you I remember talking to the person I was working with and he said, What if this fails? And I said, That's not an option. There's going to be no failure, which I think kind of lends towards what is the work ethic that it takes, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But I also think also think that it it means that anybody from any background can be really successful at sales if they just take a couple things into consideration and practice them. I really like that idea. It's when I first got into sales, it I had to develop that instinct of this is going to work at all costs. I am going to make this work. I'm going to find a way to make this work. I remember reading a, a Zig Ziglar book and it it was talking about how bad do you want it? And it was sharing the story of the old gentleman holding the young guy who was ambitious about sales, felt that he could do it, and he held him under the water. And the young guy was underneath the water and was just there. And it's like, I wonder what this old man's doing. And then he started running low on oxygen. And then he started panicking and tapping the old man, just tapping and say, you know, feeling of, hey, I need air. And the old man kept holding him under. And then he started freaking out and says, whoa, no, what's going on? I really need air. And the old guy still continued to hold him down. And then he started freaking, lashing out, jumped out of the water and said, what in the world are you doing? And the old guy looks and says, hey, when you want to sell as bad as you want air, then then you know you got it. And it's that whole feeling of, of developing, I really need this at all cost. And then being willing to do whatever it takes to succeed. It's kind of a different twist on the whole uh, story of Socrates, but 
I get where you're going with that. Which is so true. And the, the, the challenge is when we talk about artistry, it's it's being desperate to do everything at all costs at the same time, not looking like you're desperate because desperation <laughs> doesn't sell. People pick up on it, people know it, and they run away from a salesperson who is desperate. That's where the artistry comes in. Yeah. And I always say people have kind of a built-in BS meter anyway. And so that's one of the things that shows up. So true. So, so true. Why, why do you think most people get into sales? Well, I think most people get into it quite honestly by accident. Uh, one thing will lead to another. They might have a conversation. In fact, here's a good example. Uh, my nephew does flooring for a living uh, and does it very, very well. But he's got an idea, and so he's thinking of reaching out and talking to a couple wholesalers about setting up their a distribution network where he lives because there's not a, a distribution system. And so that transition from I install floors to I'm going to sell your product for him was just kind of looking around and saying, hey, I don't have another avenue. Why not start my own? And I think that's how a lot of people get into the sales programs. I think that's so true, especially with entrepreneurs. They, the idea is to create something. The original idea is not to sell something. And so an entrepreneur, entrepreneur comes up with this great idea, builds it, creates it, potentially can patent it. And then you have this great idea, but it does nothing until you actually sell the idea, whether that's monetary sale or sell it to somebody to, to buy into it so they can come on and sell it for you. I think you're right. So many people are are, I guess, accidentally put into the sales role. Yeah. And it, whether you're placed there accidentally or you're actually looking for that opportunity like you were coming out of school, um, I don't think it really matters because there's the science, the nuts and bolts of how you do things that can be learned as any skill can be learned. But I, a coach tell me, and I'm not sure why he told me specifically, that you can't coach speed. So I think there's some innate things that you have to have. We'll talk a lot about that as being part of the art as we go into sales later in the podcast. One of some of my early days when I first started in sales, I remember one guy, he was the best salesman I had ever seen, according to his numbers. I don't know how he sold. I don't know exactly what he did. He wasn't the greatest looking guy. He wasn't polished by any means. He just got it done. And and it was just, for me, as I was beginning, it was very impressive to see, okay, there might not be, there might not be so many keys to it. There's definitely a science to it, but it comes down to finding that your own style and making it work. And that's when I think you start getting the fame, money, and then fortune when you can develop your own sales style. Oh, I agree. And I think it's a fallacy for anybody to think that there has to be one set way to sell something. And I'll illustrate that this way. The last time you bought a car, do you remember what the sales representative looked like? <laughs> no clue. Yeah. And so uh, selling isn't a question of you personally, but you have to have the components as part of your own style. And you can modify them and adapt them to what you do, but it still has to be your style. I also think there's what you sell isn't necessarily as important. If you're dedicated to it, 
if you have passionate about it, uh, if you're knowledgeable about it, if you don't have the passion and are knowledgeable, you can still be extremely successful in what you do, no matter what you're selling. True. But go back to the BS meter. You have to believe in what you're selling. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't believe in it, you're not going to be able to sell it. Right. So in the next couple of minutes and before we close up, let's kind of review some of the things that we're going to talk about in future podcasts, just as so the audience can say, oh yeah, I'd like to listen to a little bit more about that. Oh, good. Because I really want to hear what we're going to be talking about. (laughs) Well, we're making it up as we go. Now, what are are some of the things we've outlined that we want to discuss? So we definitely want to talk about what does it take to become successful? We want to look at, at all different sales types in their different fields, areas of expertise. We want to know what does it take to become successful? Is there a recipe for success? You know, what does it mean to be consistent and how do people properly execute? We also want to talk about in an upcoming episode, we're going to talk about the purpose of sales in today's world. You know, what does it do? How important is it? And then another podcast we want to talk about um, giving yourself a raise. As we talk about many people get into sales because of the money, we want to talk about selling is selling means that you can essentially make your own income. You potentially could be your own boss through sales. Uh, In one of the first five episodes, we're also going to title one of the episodes, Shut Up and Start Selling Something. And this is going to be a lot of the art of listening because we know that that science is, the science of sales is asking the right questions uh, to the right person in the right way. And then sales is all about just being quiet and listening and then asking good follow-up questions. So those are several, several of the things we're going to be talking about in the next five episodes. And then from there, we'll go into a lot of the differences in, in sales. You know, how do we create value? You know, how do we be able to, how are we able to express the need? You know, how do we deal with competition? What about people who are likely to switch? You know, we'll talk about negotiation. We'll talk about buyers and influences. That sounds awesome. It sounds like a pretty good uh, time to listen to. And one I'm, of the other I'm things- excited about it. Yeah. And I think we should also mention that to the audience, if you have recommendations or especially if you have uh, guests that you want to hear from, or if you would like to be a guest and you think you've got something to add, contact us because we've got a a couple of guests coming up that I think are going to be exceptional. I'm really excited. Um, Sales is an absolute passion of mine. Uh, I love it. I've had an opportunity to study uh, both in a formal setting and non-formal I have loved, as we've talked about so far, the science of sales, and I am extremely enthralled in the artistry of sales. There are several people who I admire in sales, and I admire them not for reasons where other people would say, okay, a salesperson needs to be good looking. A salesperson needs to be super polished. I don't think that's the case, and that's where, for me, I am enthralled in this artistry of sales. And I look forward to exploring that more in detail. <laughs> that gives me hope. As the king of mediocrity, I can say, I'm glad you don't have to be good looking or humorous or anything. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Hey, I think it'd be fair to uh, to point out as well. One of our really good friends has pointed out that you and I are, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? A little bit sarcastic sometimes? <laughs> Slightly. Slightly. So I think this would be a really good time to to point out, and you will see this is our style as it comes. Uh, one of our 
one of our mottos that we had originally come up with was this is going to, this podcast is going to be sarcasm with deepish thoughts and marginal actions. I like the deepish thoughts. That's us. Somewhat deepish. <laughs> not, not too deep, simply because I would get lost. That's true. All right, Scott. It was a pleasure, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing everybody again in a couple weeks. Absolutely. Mike, thanks so much for the time. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.